I so do like why are we arguing? Lot. Why are we arguing about this? Because the worst because part is Chino. Really Okay, so we can get past that. Let's get into the other shit. So, but you, but, let, you, but the problem is you don't think he's the worst part. I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> and that's the problem. I think you're the problem here, but that's okay. <laughs> um, Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, a different artist. We break down one of their records. Uh, we do a ton of research. We try to, uh, you know, let you guys in on all the little secrets, on all the information. And we try to have a good time doing it. I know Jeff probably had a horrible time this week, but we'll see how terrible. it goes. It's fucking awful. <laughs> um, while you're listening, because I know you have nothing better to do, that's why you're listening to the pod. You should all go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, get on there, give us five stars and five stars only because that means the most to us. Don't be those assholes giving us lower stars because they probably never really really listened to the podcast. So go do that, please. And um, all the social media handles are at Asinine Radio, our Discord. We do have one of those. If you want to know the, the link to that, send us a message. We'll send that link to you. And we have a phone number. If you want to call us, you could leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text. That phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And if you didn't already know, my name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. So with that, uh, what what are we doing today? What are we doing today, Jeff? We we are doing the Deftones' is, um, Adrenaline. Now, Jeff, what is your, uh, what's your origin story with Deftones? What do you got? Go. I'm gonna I'm gonna reel it in a little bit, and then uh, talk about the beer that I just opened. The what? The beer. Oh, that the I just beer. Opened. Yes, you have a. This is your third Deftones beer. If you don't already know, if you didn't listen to the other episodes, he started with the Phantom Bride Deftones beer. Then you went on to the White Pony IPA from Deftones and Belching Beaver. So what do you got for number three? Go. Now I am on Swerve City. Swerve City. Fucking Pog. great song. Pog IPA is what it says on there. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. But I don't know if it's mine. But it pours. It pours with like sediment. Like there's there's some floaties oh. in there. And Did I you pour the whole can out? Because you're not supposed to pour the very bottom of the can out. No, I, this was this was can this was canned on May of this year. So it's not like old old. I mean, it's yeah. a couple months old, but it's not that old. Too old for a friend of the pod, Mike, but... Yeah, but too much is not that old. It's uh, not, no. Um, but there's a little, little... I mean, they're tiny, tiny floaties, but when you get like a million of them there, they, they turn into like a lot of floaties. I get it. I get Almost it. make it like a hazy type of IPA. Um, but, yeah. but, 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 Raul, our, our, our friend of the pod, Raul, did, did leave a review on this one, and it's funny. Oh, okay. What is it? So, he gave it 3.75 out of 5. 
and he says, uh, I have mixed feelings on this one, like when my baby mama wears headgear. <laughs> sure, oh Ma, God, you fly, but girls wearing hats? Yeah, Rel don't know about that one. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and here in this liquid beverage, Raul's like, yeah, he'll drink it. But is it a keeper? Not really. Damn, sucker is about as juicy as a rock's last vitamin injection. You feel me? It just doesn't seem real. It simply tastes like someone brewed an IPA and then poured all kinds of juices in it afterwards. It does not feel like one cohesive drink. Again, I'll sip it, but it ain't a winner. Like organic, free-range chicken dinner. <laughs> there we go, baby. Raul's the best. Raul is, is the Raul best. Raul is the best. Fuck, man. It's just like a stream of consciousness. Like, there, there's no... There's really never any rhyme or reason to his his reviews on Beer Advocate. I love it. I, I feel like That's Raul great. either, like... It's just... He's, he's like the David Teller, Jeff Ross of just writing funny reviews. And it just comes <laughs> in so natural... Or he writes it, edits it, rewrites it, edits it. I, I, it's easy to write. I don't the think other. it's that. I, I don't think it's that. I don't. I don't think he really puts any thought into it. I think he, it's just like the first thing that comes to his mind because a lot of it, not a lot of it, but sometimes it's just, it's just nonsense. It's just so stupid. I love it. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, so so yeah, I, I just poured this this Swerve City, uh, which I I can't remember what album it was from, but it was. It's from Koi. It's the opener for Koi. Yeah, and I'm, I don't like that much. So I fucking love that record. That's what we got. So I'll, I'll sip it and then uh, let you know what's going on. Otherwise, yeah, let's get into our, our yeah, first our story. first origin stories, our first origins or story impressions. Yeah, what do so, you got? I mean, Deftones was was a, a a term, a band, a thought, a concept that was been floating around for for many years in high school, but I didn't I didn't honestly like give them any thought. Until, until, uh, until Rudy, until friend of the pod, Rudy, oh, friend of the pod of Rudy, yeah. who, who I met, I think we were, I think I was a junior, we were juniors and he was a freshman or sophomore in high school. And mm. he was just like in love with white pony. Like that was like his fucking claim to fame as he always talked about how much white pony was so great and how fucking amazing it was. And I, because we were in a band together, kind of. I was like, okay, I guess I'll listen to White Pony. Yeah. And even back then, I was like, this is fucking bullshit, dude. This is dumb music. This, <laughs> this is, is just bullshit. This is bullshit, man. This just this this goes nowhere. Nothing is happening here. And uh I don't know. Ever since then, I've I've had that bad taste in my mouth. And I've tried. We've tried on the pod. Like I've tried over and over to yeah, you to have- do you understand what other people see in 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 Deftones? And I don't, I don't get it. I don't get mm-hmm. it. I don't understand it. I I don't think I will ever understand it. And I think it's because I um, I don't I don't I don't like shit. I I don't I don't <laughs> eat shit. I don't like shit. I I don't um, I don't care. You know, like, like, like I will say some of these, some of these, some of these yeah. cultures that like, like eat other humans, like, like cannibal cultures, like, I'll, I'll, I'll never get that either. Right. I'll never yeah. understand that. I hope not. Much in the same way as this cannibal culture is probably wrong. That sounds weird and bizarre. Um, Deftones are, are also bizarre and weird and fucking dumb. So, 
I don't know. I will give you credit though because you really gave them a chance. Not only the diamonds diamond eyes episode we did a, like two years ago, but this week too because you really listened to all the records. You even did extracurricular and you listened to the covers record and you listened to Chi Chang's solo record, his poetry record. So you really went out of your way to to really dive into Deftones. So I, I do have to give you a ton of credit for that. I even like mixed but them up. I think right? you're completely I even, wrong. I even mixed them up so that I wouldn't, I wouldn't like kind of like know what's what to anticipate or, or there was no, there was no like, like gradual progression from point A to point B. It was like, I listened to, to D record followed by X, followed by A, followed by W. So like there was a very diverse amount of Deftones that I listened to. So I wouldn't get bored, but man, <laughs> like I mean, I should talk the Beatles a lot as being arguably the most overrated band of all time, but Deftones are fucking, they're number two. <laughs> they're number two. Oh, that is so stupid. This th- what about Tool? Do you like Tool more than Deftones? So I listened to Tool's, uh, whatever, the Opiate album that we have. That was oh, part of my- EP? Yeah, that's a good EP. That was part of my PPs, my possible purges. And uh, I was like, God damn, this is really fucking good. It's a good record. We paid five dollars for it. Dude. I know Just it was so it. fucking cheap. I know five dollars. It still God goes. It's, it still goes for like eight or nine dollars. So you still think of really really cheap EP. <laughs> but then I, I, I yeah. like like just talking with the neighbors because because one of them is a big Tool fan and and we play yeah. Tool often and he'll play like oh listen to this song and he'll say listen to this part this part is fucking fantastic and like yeah there are parts of Tool songs that are fantastic, but Deftones is a band. That I think, um, like, honest to God, if I could erase one band from the history of like the timeline, that is so wrong. It'd be the Deftones. They bring, I think, they man. bring nothing to the oh, table. Man. Nothing. That is so fucking stupid. Just saying, Cosmos is like, all I can do. I mean, you you have said. I mean, I've known you for twenty years now, over twenty years now, and you've said so many stupid things. But this is like top five, one of the stupidest things you've ever said. They bring nothing to about the table. this band. Well. That's wrong. And I they, know, they, I mean, they want a fucking Grammy, for God's sakes, off of a stupid fucking song from White Pony. Did they win for change, or did they win for... Elite. Oh, was it Elite? Oh, stupid song fucking is, song. Yeah, that song stupid is... Stupid eh, song. Not even, like, top five off off that record, but... Yeah, it's stupid. That, that's silly. I mean, White Pony, I will agree, White Pony is wildly overrated. It's It's one of my least favorite records of theirs, but I still like it. But it's definitely one of their worst. But uh, okay, so your 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 origins. So you never you never heard change. You never heard that song prior to Rudy. <laughs> Dude, all these songs sound the same. But you don't remember watching the video or anything like that. Uh, fucking Nothing? the two videos this week, fucking are identical. So no, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, change that that video was was different, but. Um, wow. Okay. So that that's your origin story with Deftones, then. Yeah, it was it was really like Rudy was the one because he was so adamant about it. That's mm-hmm. that's the person that I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Then you hated it then, and you hated hated it, it except then. for adrenaline. You fucking love adrenaline. Adrenaline's so, pretty good. <laughs> it is fucking good. That's why we're doing it this week because it's the only record you like. But anyway, my my origin story, real quick. The first song I ever heard was Change in the House of Flies. That video, I saw it for the first time on TRL, and I hated it. I hated the song. I, f- I just hated the band. I really, really disliked this band 
for for a couple years and then i saw i was up i think i woke up at like it was like 4 a.m and i turned on mtv2 or i think it was just mtv and that was the that was when mtv would play music videos at night like overnight like starting at like 11 o'clock midnight they would play videos until about 5 or 6 a.m and i woke up really early for whatever reason i turned on mtv and the the video for hexagram came on so this is like 2003 so mid high school for us and hexagram came on and i didn't know it was deftones it was just it was so aggressive it was something i never heard it was just fucking unreal and it blew my mind and like i said on the, the album rankings episode that song fucking still blows my mind and i heard that song i absolutely loved it and then uh you know at the time that's that was when we were using uh you know, Kazaa and uh, Torrance and things like that. So I downloaded that Deftones record and I didn't really like it. I liked, I liked Hexagram Minerva. That was about it. I wrote them off again. I'm like, oh, this band still sucks. And it wasn't until like 2010 when I really started to get into them. Like it took me a long, long ass time to really, really enjoy their music. And that was when Diamond Eyes came out, right before Diamond Eyes came out. They came out with Rocket Skates, first single from that record. And, uh, and I really fucking dug it. I that was that was when the beginning of my obsession with this band started. And ever since then, ever since Rocket Skates, I fucking I've just been I've been in love with this this band. They're top Deftones are a top ten band for me. <laughs> like without a fucking doubt, they are a top ten band for me. Oh my god. I have all their records on vinyl. I do. I, I mine all their all their their nine records, not like the cover stuff or anything like that. But I have their nine records on vinyl. This week, I listened to them, all the records on vinyl, and I listened to them all on Spotify. So that was really fucking cool. It was a lot of fun. And then, I, of course, I listened to the album of the week multiple times because, you know, it's the album of the week. But this has been a great week for me. Miserable for you, but fucking fantastic for me. Okay. I fucking love this band. So good. Again, I, so, don't, I, don't, I don't see how. Like, objectively, I just don't see how. <laughs> There's, I... I just think their music is just, it's just beautiful music. Like, I don't think there's anything super intricate about any of their, the, the parts minus some, there's some really awesome drum parts, but outside of that, where individually, musically, individually, <laughs> I don't think there's anything spectacular, but as a whole, as a band, as, as a songwriting, as a cohesive songwriting unit, I think their, their songs are just absolutely beautiful. They're fucking amazing. So, yeah, you don't like, I love this band. You know what makes the Grammys even fucking worse is that the fact that not not just that, that they gave the Deftones a fucking Grammy, but 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 the, the Deftones beat fucking Wait and Bleed for best metal performance, and uh, that song. that Marilyn Manson song that was from the Celebrity Death Celebrity Death Match soundtrack, which was my introduction to Marilyn Manson was the Celebrity Death what Match song soundtrack. Was I can't remember what the name was, but it was fucking so good. And it was a, it was a, it was a song that Manson didn't put on an album until their live album. Oh, okay. But it was a really cool song. But the fact that like Elite from White Pony beat Wait and Bleed, and Wait and Bleed, not like the best Slipknot song of all time, but fucking That's better so than nice. anything the Deftones ever put out. Come on, come on, I st- come I on. I still think it was probably because even Wait and Bleed, as quite as you know mellow of a song as it is for Slipknot, it's still pretty fucking heavy. In the in in the context of what the Grammys are, it's pretty fucking heavy. I I can understand why that didn't win. 
the fact but that elite God elite is like a weak it. song off of white pony for sure and it for beat sure. wait and bleed fuck that fuck the grammys fuck deftones <laughs> fuck slipknot for losing <laughs> yeah, fuck slipknot for losing Oh boy! All right, so let's uh, let let's get into our first impressions of Adrenaline, because that's the album of the week, obviously. <laughs> and then we'll jump into the song board because we already played it, and then we'll get into our banger, or we'll get into any stinkers if we have them, and then we'll get into our bangers. So, what do you got, Jeff? Go. Well, I mean, we're only doing this because you played this at my house, and I was like, "Wow, this is really, really good. I like this a lot." Yeah. And then I bought the album. bought this from Great. I. On the vinyls. I bought this from Grace. I bought this at Grace when we when I was out there. Yeah, and then for, I, 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 I also bucks. bought it for Grace from Grace. No, I paid so, eighteen for this one. Sorry, mine was used. I think we had the same copy. Mine was used, so it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I we, like we, this would not be happening right now had you not bought that from Grace and listened to it. And again, I don't, I cannot fucking stand Chino's vocals. I think Chino is. is to say he's the worst part of this band is 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 like an understatement. I think he's just he's a non musician member of this band. He's awful. <laughs> he's that bad. But oh, everything so else, you're every, so wrong. Mm, I don't know about that. But everything else about Whoa. this is is pretty. Whoa. It's pretty goddamn good. Mean? And so, like my first impressions were like, wow, this is really heavy. This is really aggressive. This is very. This is very new metally, corn like. But not goofy. Like obviously, these guys are taking themselves way too fucking seriously. But it's still kind of, it's still kind of a bunch of, bunch of dudes shitting around. <laughs> <laughs> still pretty good. So, well. <laughs> four dudes <laughs> shitting around. <laughs> well. No more that dude. Oh, I love Will Sasso. He's so funny. Um, uh, yeah, that's joke, what right? I was gonna say. Earl- that's what I was gonna say earlier. Okay. What? So, 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 uh, a dudesy podcast is a podcast that I've been catching up on. You're caught up on. (laughs) I've been trying to catch up on it more and more, but this week I've had zero time. You know why I've had zero fucking time? I've been listening to fucking 45 albums by the Deftones, (laughs) which all sound the same. And I've had no time to listen to any podcast. They don't sound And that's what really, really pissed me off most about this album. That you didn't get to listen to dudesy. Yeah. Okay. Dudesy, hard, hard seltzer. So good. Oh boy! <laughs> I fucking love that. I love that podcast so much. It's so fucking funny. Go listen to Dudesy Dudesy's podcast or the podcast called Dudesy. Go do it. It's so funny. Oh, anyway, adrenaline. Yes, I uh, I tricked you into liking this, and uh, that makes me happy. Adrenaline. This record for me was uh, fuck. I didn't hear this record until after i got into diamond eyes like i never went back and listened to into the in, into i never went back and listened to the earlier deftone stuff and when i did adrenaline fucking blew my mind i i mean engine number nine that song dude it's 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 a fucking amazing song it's such a simple kind of guitar riff and and all but oh my god it's so heavy at points and just the way they kind of play off of each other in that song is fucking awesome but uh, yeah, Adrenaline I got into pretty late, but I love this record. I fucking love it. I really do. And I'm glad, I'm totally stoked that you got into this one too because I, I really kind of put this record on when I was at your house. I put it on just to kind of irritate you and just to kind of make you listen to something that you didn't want to listen to in hopes that you would love it. 
and you did, which was very surprising. It was like when I when I put it was like when I put on Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. I put that on to kind of annoy you, but you ended up loving it. So it's awesome, totally awesome. Okay, all right. Well, now that you're done, let's just uh, set the facts straight here. Yes, I did enjoy Adrenaline a lot to the point where I bought the vinyls, um, but I was so caught up in the hype of the day of the purchase of of everything. Uh, the melancholy box set. Oh yeah, and it is a fantastic box set. Like it is, it is well crafted. There's a lot of things to look at. There's a lot of tangible things to kind of drive that price up to make it worthwhile. But make no mistake, that album is fucking dumb. That album is <laughs> is how long is it? Three three and a half hours. It's no, it's, it's like it's like two hours and like twenty minutes. It's it's two hours and fifteen long. minutes too long. So. It is uh that was not that was not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said let's put it on, let's listen to it, but that's because we were drinking all day. And I thought oh, it yeah. would be good. And fuck me, it was not. It's really okay? good. Does does Rock This Town still have any left in stock? No. Oh, you got rid of them all. Shit. Yeah. Makes sense. Because yeah. it's a great record. Yeah. Alright, so so back to adrenaline. So let's um let's jump into Oh, do we have any stinkers on this one? Yeah, let's uh, let's do stinkers. Uh, okay. Do I have any? I have no stinkers. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. So um, before we get into the bangers, though, let's get into. Let's just jump into board, since we already played it. Uh, where does where does the sip for you? Is it is it a banger? Okay, song. What do you got? Yeah, this is a banger. This is my six B. <sighs> That's high. That's really high. It's only eleven songs. I know it's my seven B. Oh. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is a really good song. So, so what do you have on this one, musically and then lyrically and stuff like that? So, so I mean, right off the bat, I, I'm writing notes here as if like this is my first time listening to Deftones in their entirety. And and yeah. I wrote like that's a cool chuggy baseline, dude, or that's a cool chuggy intro. But little do I know that something we'll hear nine times over the course of their career. <laughs> but like really, if you put yourself in this position to where they've been touring for several years prior to this album coming out, they yeah. don't put out any like EPs or demo tapes really and, and distribute them the way like uh even your boys corn, right? They put out a demo tape fucking before their first album came out. Yeah. Like so like within a year, yeah, yeah. But like Deftones didn't really do like that. They just toured heavily, and and built up a fan base. Which fuck me, I don't understand how, but they did it, and that's. <laughs> you know what? No, I, I'm not gonna. Normally, I say like kind of I, I'm in the camp of to each their own, but no, not with the Deftones. I don't get it. I don't like that people like this band. I fucking just but you don't like, like it. this record. You I do like, like this, this record, record because I so, like everything about this except for Chino. And people love Chino. His vocals are shit on this fucking record. His lyrics wrong. are even worse on this fucking record. The, the, the drumming is bad. The drumming is that's bad wrong. because they don't that's allow wrong. him to be good. You know he's good, but he just I chooses to be bad. Drummer. The only thing that saves this album is that the, the tones are fucking great. They're crunchy. They're low. But they're also very clean. They're... they're, they're 
God, I have so many negative things to say about this band. I just don't even, I, I'm, I'm rubbing my forehead right now. Like you can't see, but I'm rubbing my forehead because it, my brain hurts of how dumb. The, how, how, what? Mm. So, well, just say positive things. Like, forget the negative. It's hard. It's, it's really hard. It's really, it's really hard. hard. It is hard. It's not hard when this band is that good. Honestly, like, like, like Chino's vocals are only passable because this is like, it, it, this is their first, right? It's their first. Like like mm, <sighs> this this song bored. It does drop in nice I'm and heavy. Bored. It's great. Dude, that's so bad. But you sound just like <laughs> him. It is solid chord progression. That they like, like mm-hmm. it adds to the song. It doesn't like take away from its feeling or anything. And like the breakdown part I think is really cool because like the silence in between like the, the notes, but then it like it it, it it eliminates those silences after the second doing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I know what you. I know what you mean. Like it's in the and then it stops, and then it goes back into the riff. But then the second yeah, part yeah. of that that bridge area eliminates silences, and just and just kind of like lets everything play out. I think his vocals and the verses are just fucking absolutely silly. They are bonkers silly. They are purposely silly. S i l l y silly. Sound like you said stilly. They are stilly too. They're fucking stilly. Are you kidding me? Stilly is is just even a top notch silly. That's stilly. Top notch <laughs> stilly is silly. Fuck. Top notch silly is stilly. <laughs> it's purposely like being sloppy so we can't understand him. And that bothers me. It's, it's about annoying. the passion. It's about the There's passion, no passion. Baby. There's no fucking Get if there out was no 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 no. If there was passion, then there would be a diverse there would be a diverse uh, a vocal approach to a lot of these songs. But there's only mm. like one or two songs on here that I think are, I wouldn't even say vastly different. I would just say like a little bit different vocal presentation-wise than everything else. I don't think he's a diverse singer. I don't think he's a good singer at all. And I, I, watch, I watch live videos. He is not a good singer. Just not. I think he plays to the music, but I think the music's dumbed down to adhere to his like shortcomings. And I, I will I will support this argument based on how this band even formed, how I read this band even formed. This band formed mm-hmm. because everybody else was playing music and decided like, hey, we're friends. We should all jam in my garage. We don't have a singer. Hey Chino, just fucking say things while we jam. And that's what he did. That's how that's how a lot of bands start. That's not unusual. But he is from the day one except that he was not a singer. He was not supposed to be a singer. He did not want to be a singer. He just wanted to hang out. And because Which of that, fine. because of that, I think I think the band is, is dumbing down to him. Because I think I think bass playing, fucking fantastic. And the bass mm-hmm. the, the bass player is really the only person on this album that, that's allowed to let loose. Guitar playing, I think there's some fucking phenomenal riffs on here. There's some phenomenal tones on here. That are that are yeah. kind of like subtly inserted into some of these songs. I think drum wise, dude, the dude's not like like the dude's like a, a caged lion. He is not allowed to like get out of his cage and and and, and let loose and, and go crazy. He's just not. Mm-hmm. There's only a handful of parts, not songs, parts on this album where he's allowed to do something really really cool. I think this band, yeah. I think this band is tragic because they're dumbing down to Chino, and he's the fucking worst part of this band. Okay, so. So 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 let's kind of break this down real quick. So Chino, I don't agree with you. I well, I don't agree with you on some of the things. I agree that he's not the greatest singer. I disagree 
and that you saying that he's one dimensional he's you know he doesn't add a lot to the songs which i think is wrong because he doesn't do the same he it's not it's not like he's just a monotone kind of thing he does do like the soaring vocals at times he does the really high pitched wails at times he does the high pitched screams he can do some of the lower growls he does change it up it's not it's not the constant like like when you listen to a treyu like that first treyu record which i love and i know you like a lot love it but the way alex sings the 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 screaming vocalist sings on that record it's very for lack of a better word it's one dimensional it's that's the entire fucking record but with this record and other deftones records chino does change it up whether or not you like that style and i agree he's not the greatest singer but that's okay tom delong terrible fucking singer but his voice is a character within the song and it's a good character. And I feel like Chino's voice is a good character within the song. He does have a lot more. He's a lot more dynamic than I feel like you're giving him credit for. Uh, two, Stefan, I don't think he's the greatest guitar player, but he's interesting um, on this record and later records. I feel like some of his heaviness is is really solid. I hear some Black Sabbath kind of stuff on this record from, from, from Stefan, especially later in the record. But it's not overly complicated at all. Chi, he's he's good. He's he's a good bass player, but he doesn't offer a ton. Abe, the drummer, I think is fucking an amazing drummer. And you're saying he's like a lion in a cage or whatever you said, and he barely gets let out. But that's okay. And we've seen a lot of, of amazing drummers who do that. A good example is Brad Wilk from Rage Against the Machine. Another good example is is um, uh, Chad from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers two amazing drummers but they kind of hold it back for the song itself and when they need to break out they fucking do it and they do it so well and abe has some really amazing parts on this record like he does to me on every every deftones records every deftones record he has moments where he fucking shines he's not overly technical but he has that solid swing and he has that solid beat that just really traps that groove in and makes some of these songs just truly truly amazing so i disagree with you a lot on that part of it okay i i, I think like overall the, the thing we're going to disagree on most is chino i i agree because i i think he's way more dynamic than you give him credit for. <laughs> I, yeah you take Chino and put him in any other band he's the fucking weakest member of every single fucking you put him in any any band he's the weakest mm-hmm. member of all bands including this one you, i feel we like yeah. comparing to tom DeLong. you take tom tom DeLong out of out of out of blink or you know any other fucking bullshit bands he pretends to be out of put him in any <laughs> other band and he's not he's not always going to be the weakest member and i feel like as as, as songwriting goes chino Again, like humans, we want melody. We just yeah, we strive yeah. for melody. Like, why the fuck are you making music if there's no melody to it? Otherwise, you're just making noise. You're making noise for the sake of just being different, for the sake of just making noise, for the sake of just being unique. Like even fucking Radiohead and their self-obsessed, up their own asshole fucking procedure for writing music, they still write melodies. I honestly then, do not. I don't fucking remember any melody from this album. 
but then talk about you know a singer okay yeah tom york he does have a good voice i i will say that and i do like some radiohead i'm not a i'm not an absolute hater of radiohead i i say a lot of stupid shit just to piss you and skip off and some other people off or actually to piss a lot of people off really when you really think about it but um he he is a good singer but he doesn't have a lot of dynamic to his voice like there's not he does all the same shit over and over and over again which is fine it's cool like i'm not i'm not knocking him for it but it's a lot of the same fucking shit at least i mean chino yeah he's not a good singer but he plays to the fucking songs and he does he does cool shit and i think him playing to the song adds so adds, adds a lot to that he knows when to scream. He knows when to bring it back down. It's just like an Abe too. He's another, he's a drummer too, where like he can hit really loud and just be super bombastic, but he knows when to kind of like, you know, be a little bit subtle and, and kind of sit in the back of the mix or sit in the back of the beat. And dude, I think, I think you're not giving Chino enough credit in that sense. I in literally give sense. Chino no credit because I okay. don't think he plays to the song. I think the song plays to him. Again, I think Chino has the most shortcomings of anybody. Music. That's how a but band that's writes not, music. But that's not what's happening here. What's happening here is the band is writing around Chino, not with Chino, around Chino. But that is this with band, Chino. This band is better than Chino is. Chino is bad. He has never been good. This album, he's the worst part of this fucking album by far. Shit, he's no. the worst part of Ohms by far. That's one to nine. <laughs> Their entire discography, <laughs> the worst part that's about what... Deftones is Chino. This band has been has been uh, supporting Chino, and that's fucking irritating. This band could be better without Chino. With somebody who could actually do something with their vocals, mm-hmm. who can write better songs, who can even insert melodies here or there. And yeah, even in my in in, in my infinite uh, uh, shit talking of Deftones, there were a handful of songs that I liked that I thought were really good. Because yeah, again, drunk throwing darts at a dartboard, you're gonna hit it a couple of times. And Chino hit it a couple of times, but even those couple of times, I mean, he just he's just goddamn lucky. He has been surrounded by guys that tolerate his lack of of of, of talent and his bullshit. Because oh, I would not I would not tolerate this fucking this monotony. For nine I fucking albums. Tolerate. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I will tell you that much. Oh, man. That's that's fucking great. That's great. <laughs> Completely wrong, but it's great. And, 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 to, and to think like 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 the drummer has, has any any like great fucking songs. Like, no. Any any band that had, like you, you mentioned Brad Wilk, you mentioned Chad Smith. Mm-hmm. Both of those bands, both of those respective band, people's bands, have written songs around their drummer. Deftones have never done that. I there were not one time through this entire listen through where I thought, "Holy fuck, this is a drum song." And we've listened to th- like literally thousands of albums on this podcast. And when we listen yeah. to a drum song, like, "Holy shit, this is a song that is clearly written around the drummer." Not one fucking time did I think that. Not one time did I think the band through who's who's a drummer for this band? Who cares? Abe. Because he's never allowed to do anything. Not one time did I ever. That's completely wrong. It's not completely one time wrong because not one time oh, did I dude, ever think so like stupid. they threw him so a bone and wrote a song around the around you're a fucking so solid dumb, drum beat. Aside <sighs> aside from like cool drum parts, transitions, fills. That's it. Which is sometimes all you need for a drummer. Like you don't need 
to create these. Then like, don't say he's a great hits, drummer. You know? Don't say he's, he's a great a drummer. Fucking, he's a solid fucking drummer. When? He when? really is. When? He has some amazing. I, I never fucking heard fills. it. I never. He has oh, some amazing fills, fills on this on this fills. album. So two this. seconds at a time. He's, he had some. He has some great drum parts. Awesome. But he has some. Oh my god, dude! You're so you're so fucking. I I just I just never heard like, it. When, I never heard I, it. Like some, I, I can't even like come up with a proper insult for you. <laughs> because because you know I'm I'm, I'm like, digging I'm digging away at this at this facade that is like the Deftones. It's like it's like you've and been hitting your away. head against the wall for I'm like two away. hours, and then you come and start recording the pod with me. That that's what it, this is like right now. This is this is you've, this is you've had your head run over by a truck. Probably this three is times for today. sure. Bar none. I mean, I feel like we're not even getting to the songs because it's just going to be back and forth like this, which is fine because this is bar none. The biggest obstacle that has ever been in front of both of us. Like we fuck around a lot, but there's no way I will ever, I will ever back down to the fact that, that this band, like, like calling them overrated is, is a fucking understatement. This band is a joke. This band is an absolute fucking joke. I think this band That's is not wrong. talented. No. I think even even as a good drummer goes, I don't think he's even like a top one hundred, a top two, three hundred. <laughs> like absolutely not. Bass playing goes. Like, he has some good licks, but fuck me if he's even like a top one hundred bass player. Stephen Carpenter, yeah, he's done a lot of extracurriculars, but he's not great at anything. I mean, and like at looking this... at their songwriting credits, none of them has written a song that's like, "Wow, fuck yeah, that is a Deftones song." Like none of them has written a a, a fucking a Stairway to Heaven. None of them has written a. a well, fucking... of course, come on, that's that's just unfair. That's just stupid. But every band come has on. their every band has their Stairway to Heaven. Every band has something that they've written. Oh, so, what is the Deftones? I mean, what is Deftones Stairway to Heaven? At this point, we should just rename this elite. podcast to the Silly Boy Talk Podcast. Elite is, is is Elite the Deftones Stairway to Heaven because it won a Grammy? No, because Elite's not no elite's because not. Elite is better than Wait. Do, do you think Elite is better than Wait and Bleed? At least give me that. No, no, Wait and Bleed is. I I agree with you that that was bad on on the Grammys part. Of course, Wait and Bleed is better. Come on, don't okay. You're acting <laughs> like I, I, I view this band as like some just. God they're a top to 10 earth, you said they're a top 10 yeah for me they're a top 10 a top 10 what a top 10 fucking most overrated bands of all time then yeah i'd put them <laughs> in a top 10 also I, what <laughs> I, I still fucking love this band anyway let, let's move on from bored because i'm bored I'm bo- exactly <laughs> what is the heart you know of board do you know what i noticed on this record after reading the lyrics which are very rough. I, I don't like the lyrics at all on Terrible. this record. They're trash. Or even on Diamond Eyes. When we did Diamond Eyes, I did not like the lyrics on that record either. But um, I, I couldn't believe how many times he uses the word bored on this entire album. Not yeah, just the song. It's like almost every song he uses that word. Okay, so what is your, what's your 1B off of uh, Adrenaline? Do you, uh, do you want to guess? Do you want me to just tell you? What do you want to do? Just, just tell me, because at right. this point I can't even guess. I would, I mean, at this point this I'm has fucking been a crazy episode. I don't like it. I'm pissed yeah. off. Uh, engine number nine. That's my one B. Mm. Okay, that's my number. That's my one B as well. Just. Oh damn, out. Gina. Yeah, engine number nine. Fuck, fuck me. That is a fucking banger. So what do you got on this one? Cool fast riff, right? Super slow drums. Again. 
because that's all we yeah. fucking get from 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 the Deftones here. Um, but that riff is good. That riff is really yeah. good. It's even better <laughs> when Chino is going at it over the riff. So when we're getting that 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 He's layering like over it. Yeah. And there's there's yeah, there's some subtle so rap rock. There's some subtle new metal. There's some subtle Jonathan Davis in this album. There's there's some subtle stuff here. That's that's fun, and it's it's fun. There's some cool parts to this song. Towards the end, in that last chorus, there's this like there's this instrumental bridge thing, and I timestamp most bum, of bum, it. Bum. So but good. dude, it starts so like the instrumental part starts at like two ten, but it gets mm-hmm. really good at the two forty mark, and it goes into this really cool palm mute thing to end the song. And I'm just telling you that that. 50 seconds of music is the best in this album. The best. I, I, I agree with you on that. I, I feel like this song is a fucking masterpiece. It really, really is. It has the aggressiveness. It has that really catchy riff. Nothing complicated at all. I mean, dude, it's, it's fucking killer. He does everything on this song. He, he does, he does the, the hip hop, the hip hop delivery vocally. He does the screaming fucking super well. He fucking nailed it. I mean, every member fucking nails it in this. I love that guitar riff. It's so, it's so cool. It's so I will simple. say, I will say that he does none of it well. He does all of it bad. Of course. Okay. But, okay. but, but, the but, stuff. if this was their ninth album and he's doing it like this, I would, I would, I would take a tally off in his favor because it's their first and they're young and they have no fucking idea what they're doing. They have no EPs before this. They have no demo tapes. They have nothing. Mm-hmm. That's a tally for it because it, it's showing, it's showing the music that he has grown up listening to. It's showing the current trends that he's listening to following. He's I want to sound like this. No, let's write a song that's like this. But then halfway through that song, he hear his corns album dropped what, like an out a year or two before 94. this. 94, 94. Yeah. Okay, so the like they hear years, yeah. they hear Corn's album, and they're like, "Holy fuck, that's what we've been playing." One year, sorry. That that that's what we've been playing. But I kind of like what they did with this. Let's change this a little bit. But it's mm-hmm. very it's very elementary, and I like that. I like that because you can hear it because it's endearing. It's just kids, just a bunch of kids shitting around, having fun. That's <laughs> what it is. Well, they were all they were all friends too. They they toured together. They recorded together. I mean, Chino was on the he was on Life Is Peachy on Corn's second record. He they did he did the cover of uh, Wicked, uh, the what is it Snoop Dogg's Snoop Dogg song? But yeah, Chino and Corn did that the cover on on Life Is Peachy. So they were very close friends. They even they played together. We saw them together. Do you not remember this? I don't remember this. But you brought in this up earlier. In two thousand six, it was me you. Fucking Joe, Brian So, Ryan. We saw it was Family Values. It was oh, Family Values. Deftones yeah. played that show? Yeah, it was it was Deftones. Oh no, it was Stone Sour, Deftones, and then Corn. Yeah. I remember yeah, we a lot that about show. that show except for Deftones. Yeah, we saw Deftones. Right? I remember Stone Sour and Flyleaf, right? No. Yeah, Flyleaf. Yeah, no, you're right. Flyleaf played, yeah. Because Bo- both of those I thought were shit. And then I remember I remember the the whole fucking um, what was that thing? Stone Sour too. The uh, paintball, but like rubber bullets and shit. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't remember Deftones. Yeah, Deftones played that. They played that. Found me values. Wow. Yep. That was the first time I ever saw Deftones. Was then, and then I saw them. I've only seen them twice. I saw them then, and then I saw them in twenty fifteen. They opened up for Incubus. It was it was Incubus and Deftones. Well, actually, they didn't open up for them. It was a co headlining tour. 
but Incubus and Deftones, the f- and that was fucking that was a that was one of the Ugh. the coolest shows I've ever been to. One of the coolest shows I've ever been to. That is that is oh that's so fucking annoying. That is so Why? annoying because Why? Deftones are not on the same level as Incubus. Well, they they did play before Incubus. A co-headlining tour means maybe some dates they will possibly talk about Deftones being billed higher than Incubus. <laughs> there is no fuck there. Oh my god, that was a fucking amazing show. That show was so fucking good. Do, do you think like Deftones' best is better than Incubus' worse? Def. Oh yeah. Oh for oh one hundred percent. Meeting you right now. Meeting you. I mean, Boop. Jeff, come on. Muted. Jeff, you you know you know that Brandon Boyd is the my favorite singer of all time. I love 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 Incubus, but their worst record is fucking trash. It's fucking trash. If not now, if not now, when that record sucks. I'd I'd still sit through. Oh, dude, no, unless, you wouldn't. No, 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 unless, no, 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 unless Dev, no, unless unless the Deftones played Adrenaline in the, in its entirety, I'd still sit through Incubus is worse. You would not. You I would. would you can't. You cannot tell me right now that you like light grenades more than you like adrenaline. You I do like. I ha, I do like light grenades. Okay, but I'm. That's not. That's not what I. That's not what I said. I said you can't. You can't tell me that you like light grenades more than adrenaline. I'm not no, asking if you like light grenades. No, but. No, but, probably not. But what? If, if, it, was, if it was a Butts one-off are for show. Pooping, I know. If it was a one-off show, we're playing Light Grenades or we're playing Adrenaline in its entirety. No bonus songs, no jamming, nothing. Just how it you sounds on the album. I would see Adrenaline, yes. Of course. Yes. I would too. I would I would agree with you on that, for sure. Yeah. Oh, God. What are we arguing about? What are we I just fucking about? hate Daptones so much. <laughs> It's just it's uncanny how I I don't think I don't think I've I've disliked a band like legit I I joke around about hitting a bands a lot but I've never I've never disliked a band this this passionately. But the I, thing is, you like life. adrenaline, like you have this on vinyl, like you really like this record. I do. So like why this are we arguing? Why are we arguing about this? Because the worst because part is Chino. Really Okay, so we can get past that. Let's get into the other shit. So, but you, but, let, you, but the problem is you don't think he's the worst part. I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> and that's the problem. I think you're the problem here, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so let's play. I'm going to play a little bit of Engine Number Nine right now. So here it is from Deftones. Engine Number Nine from Deftones, the best song on the record, one of their best songs ever. <laughs> I'd love this song, man. It's, I mean, like several things here. So, so one, um, there's a a, a, a hip hop uh, hip hop song by Black Sheep uh, called "The Choice Is Yours" that that samples an old, I think it's an old country song called "Engine Engine Number Nine, uh-huh. which I think has nothing to do with this, but but um, I thought that was kind of funny. And two. When I wrote my my lyric uh, my lyric entry, so I, I wrote um, just straight up fucking I don't know. I just wrote up straight up fucking I don't know. No f u g g i n fucking don't know. Fucking fucking don't know. I was just I, I had no fucking idea. I will say I, I there a lot of the lyrics on this record don't make sense. I don't think he's a I don't think Chino's a very great lyricist, 
and like you said on the the album rankings, I feel like his or what you said was his his lyrics are just wait, what did you say? They're they're just placements in the song. They're yeah, they're, they they're don't placeholders for for placeholders. That's what it is. Yeah, for musical notes. And that's how he started out singing, right? Because that, that when everybody that's how was jamming, every lyric, lyricist starts. That's how every. That's how that's how starts. Will Smith did it with with DJ Jazz Jeff, right? He just yeah. He that's like, how I need every fucking, singer does it. Not every singer, but but some Nobody people starts like starts with lyrics. But Come some on, people man. want to be musicians. Some people want to be these things. Like I don't think I don't think from what I read, Chino didn't want to be like a lyricist or a singer. He just he wanted to do something with music. But it just so happened to fall on this. And I think he's been trying to keep up ever since. And we're all duped. And I think he's done a good job at it. I think he has. I don't think it. I know he has. But if if I were to kind of break down the lyrics on this one, I feel like this one is about like gang violence in the area of like Sacramento area in the 80s and 90s. But yeah, like I said, his lyrics are hard to kind of decipher. So... I don't know. Let's move on. What do you okay. got for your 2B? Uh, 2B. Uh, nosebleed. Nosebleed. Yeah, okay. Nosebleed, the fourth That's track. That's my 5B. That's my 5B. That's my 2B. So what do you got on this one? I thought it was a good transition from uh, from Marriage Brand one week. And it flowed nicely. It was nice. I liked it. Uh, channeling a little bit of Jonathan Davis here, I thought. Those, okay. quick, those quick vocals remind me of him. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it makes sense because, again, I, I what I like about the Deftones in this era is is they have a sound, but they're not afraid to adjust the sound based on what they are listening to, what they what they like, not necessarily current trends, just like growing up in the scene. And mm-hmm. I think like Nosebleed kind of like does that. And I think I think writing songs a year. I think writing songs at the same time Korn is releasing an album is one thing, right? Because you don't know what Korn is writing when they release the album. You were only writing songs to when Korn is releasing the album. So when Korn releases the album and you now like adjust, and I, I, I say adjust because I read a couple random fan blogs because there's so there's billions out there about the Deftones for whatever reason. <laughs> I wrote, I, I read fan blogs where Chino adjusted his vocal stylings because he loved going on tour. He loved Jonathan Davis so much. He loved Korn so much. But I respect that. I respect the fact that, that this guy is now has no business being in music, which nobody really does when they're thrust into it. But he's so, he's so, so he's like a sponge. He's, he's soaking in all of this other all of his other information, and he's adjusting his own kind of tones. But what I don't respect is the fact that all of his tones sound the same. So there's there's that. But there's there's a lot of other stuff to the song too, right? It speeds up, it slows yeah. down. There's there's soft and high parts. It's a solid track, despite Chino's shitty vocal parts. <laughs> my oh oh, but my favorite part of this song was that was that fucking like that subtle ringing. Right, that ringing during the really oh, quiet yeah. and slow part, like I I thought at first it was just like feedback from the guitar amp, but then like there's this one part where it's super quiet and then you hear only the ring and then it drops in. It sounds like a bell. It sounds like a bell on on, on like a cow's neck. Wait, I don't remember that part. That's what it sounds like. Okay, 
I, I really I, don't I like, like that. Right I like that because it was it was weird. It was quirky. It was weird. It was kind of fun. I want to believe that they heard this 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 bell in some capacity and like, oh, that sounds fucking weird. They should put that on the album. And then <laughs> maybe we're drunk or high at some point and and put it in for you know forty seconds. I mean, that's kind of what they were known for. Like you know, when they when they even up to up until this day, they get together in a room and they they jam it out and because they have like their own studio and just kind of jam room and they just like drink beer and smoke weed and just hash ideas out and that's how they write their albums and they've been doing that since prior to this first record. I mean, minus you know like the Saturday Night Wrist that record, everything has been done very much as a band and gore, I guess too, but. Overall, it's been done as a band, which I think is super fucking rad. They just like they hang out and they they play games. Like I, I've read stories where like they'll they'll go in and like write music and then they'll play poker for like two days straight. Like they won't even do anything else but just play poker and just hang out and and drink and smoke and just have a good time as friends, which is just so different to how a lot of bands write music, especially a band who's been around for fucking 30, 40 or 30 years now, you know, that's just fucking insane. Crazy. Bonkers. It's insane. Like it's, it's so cool to see like these guys are still friends. Like they still enjoy being with each other and being, and just having a good time with one another. And I think that is just, it's so unique and so rad in itself. I fucking love that. But that's just how they write music. But, um, yeah, I, I, going back to Nosebleed, this is one of those songs where they really kind of they really they're really on this album they're really good at like building up in their bridges and they're really good at bringing the the quiet moments and transitioning into the big heavy parts and bringing it back down. There's a lot of good dynamics, there's a lot of good ups and downs and this is one of those examples. This is one of those songs where it has that it the short kind of chugging parts during the verses are fucking awesome but then he also hits those high notes in the verses too that up and down you know that that dynamic part of it as kind of cheesy as it is at some time at some points it's still super fucking cool and it's very new metal at moments but who gives a fuck it's fucking rad as shit so i don't know and then the double time at the end they do the double time thing really well they build into that double time super super well and Chino's high pitch screaming at the at the end during that double time is fucking awesome. It's so good. Once again, he's really good at doing the high pitch stuff. He's very good at doing like the soaring vocals, the atmospheric vocals. He's good at a lot of shit. So okay, so it. for one, the double time is fun because everything is in halftime. So like. When we get the double time, it's finally like, oh, finally we can we can just get to like normal pacing of music, which is yeah. pleasurable to my ears. Okay, great, because there's not a lot of contrast. There's not a lot of good songwriting in that halftime well, stuff. That's so wrong. Well, it's not wrong. It's entirely accurate. Um, <laughs> and two, Chino's not good at it. He he's not good at screaming. He can scream. You know, he, he can scream. Everybody can uh-huh. fucking scream. My kids can scream. They everybody screams. Doesn't mean he's good at it. There are certain people that, that were in bands that don't scream, but when you finally hear them scream, like, holy shit, that was pretty fucking good. Chester Bennington. He was really good at screaming. 
He just screamed that he was so co- he he was a great screamer for sure. I totally agree with you on that. But it was so cookie cutter. It was so pop based. This is and the opposite. That, this is this is a guy that that can just it's more he can just scream. And and, and, and with again, Deftones, the, band's, the band's writing around that scream. With Deftones, it's more avant garde. It's more sporadic. It's just it's kind of random at points, and that make that gives it that gives it its excitement. And that's why I mean I link I mean okay like like I said Chester amazing vocalist amazing singer but his the songs and his melodies were so cookie cutter they were so pop which is fucking fantastic it's awesome but that's what it was there was no there was no randomness to his to his songwriting it was it was very 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 straightforward but what's so cool about Deftones and Chino's vocal delivery is just kind of how out of left field it can be at sometimes and just how he'll drop into something like what the fuck is this like we talked about on the on the album rankings on the hexagram the kind of the shit he was doing on that song was fucking unreal and it's it blew me away it even blew you away you were shocked by I will, that too i will give you that i will i will give you that that yes even though i think his screams are just they're nothing to write home about I could not predict his screams. There was not there's not a point in any of the discography where I was like, okay, he's gonna fucking scream. And then he screamed. It was always it was so fucking random. It was so it was it was so put in there haphazardly that it it, it, it kept me on my toes. I'll give you it, that. It gives you that kind of excitement, that kind of it throws you it throws you for a loop and that's kinda of what it that's what I, I think is exciting about this band and at times and Oh man. Killer fucking band. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> should we play a little bit of nosebleed? I mean, I, I'm I'm fine just shitting over this band for the next hour and a half. I I, I could I could go okay. Fu- let, I, could, I literally could go for the next four hours shitting over this band, which I don't want to do. But we're we're about to. an hour we're about an hour into the pod, so I don't think we should really play songs. any of. The, I know we've gone <laughs> through two songs, so let's run through a, a few more songs. We're not going to play them. We're going to run through them. And then we'll at least at, at, give our final thoughts and stuff. At least, like at this point with this type of album, because I I, I do think like you need to listen to this as a whole. Coming from someone who yeah. does not like, I do not like this band. I truly do not like this band. I think they're vastly <laughs> overrated. But I think this album needs to be listened to as a whole. But I I would I would like to at least get into each member's contributions to this band. Maybe we'll do it a little differently. Get into each okay, member's contributions uh, to this album. I, I, I feel like, like we've I feel like we've beat Chino to death. <laughs> we really have. Poor guy. Have. Like like I, ha- I, just, I haven't. I have demolished him. I, I I will say I think his lyrics. I think he's kind of bordering on like the stream of consciousness, Bob Dylan esque way of writing lyrics, which I think and is you cool. Love Bob Dylan. I do because because it's poetry, and I think uh-huh. in a in a certain a certain uh, setting. I think Chino's lyrics could be considered like poetic. I I do. I think some of them are really fucking cool, but when you put them together with music, they just they, they don't blend well. They don't make sense to me. I don't like them, and therefore I I think he's stupid. But like like God, that chi that 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 chi chain that chi chang thing, that that poetry yeah, yeah. reading. I thought that was fucking fantastic. But that's no different than what Chino's writing here. It's it's a it's a stream of consciousness thing that so that, it's the delivery that you hate, which is silly. But yeah, okay. it's one hundred percent the delivery. I can't stand his fucking vocals; they're so bad. 
Ugh. No, I shouldn't say that. They are not. They're, they're not, not bad. bad, dude. They're just never, ever, ever good. That's what I hate about them. <laughs> but you'll. If, but you'll go and listen to, you know, Blink's Buddha, and fucking love that shit. Because yeah, that's backed by strong, strong melodies. And again, like as much as we pretend to be like, oh, I fucking love prog music and I'm fucking a metal guy. Dude, humans love melody. Like that's. I mean, I agree. I love melody too. It's not just you. It's humans. Our ears. Yeah. We are we are programmed to love melody. That is what drives music forward from, from the dawn of man. Caveman. Bound, pounding on sticks and rocks and shit. We love melody because yeah. it's just pleasing to the ears. Agreed. Agreed. So, okay, like you said, we're we're I, I don't think we're gonna really talk about any of the other songs here because we've really kind of exhausted a lot of shit here. Um but so how do you want to do this? Do you wanna go you really wanna go member by member and then kind of break down each member and how they relate to all the songs on the album. So I mean, there, there, there's four guys, right? Yeah, essentially. Right there, yeah. Okay, so like 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 Chino, we're done with. I think the next yeah, person. I, I, I think the next person that is uneventful is Stephen Carpenter. Stephen, but okay. Oh, <laughs> excuse me, Stephen. He's from fucking Sacramento. Okay, relax, Stephen. <laughs> fucking guy, you're not you're not Millen Colin from Sweden over here. You're fucking. Do, do, do you know Chill anything about out. this guy, about Stefan? All, all I know is that he's done other things with other bands that I think is pretty cool. Like he did this uh, thing with this hip hop group called Nonfiction, and he 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 put like a guitar track down on one of their albums, on one of their songs, on one of their albums. He did a lot of stuff with hip hop groups. Uh, Tech Nine, he did a song with. So I yeah, I know he yeah. does he does a lot of extracurriculars, but in the course of like. This album, in the course of of just just listening to the Deftones, I think the dude's all all uh, all smoke and mirrors. Okay, but that's fine. I mean, I I agree with you with with Steph. He's not a bad guitar player by any by any means, but he does use a lot of a ton of effects, and he uses you know the for a, many years he used the seven string guitar to get those very low tones. And I think I was telling you earlier he. In the last six or seven years, he he moved up to an eight-string guitar, which is just fucking insane, just um, to get those super heavy, 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 heavy guitar tones, which is fun. But you know, it I don't knock him for it really, and it, and it's funny because like I've heard Chino on on in interviews and podcasts recently, and he's just like he's like I I love Steph, I love Stefan, but dude, his pedal board is like it's like forty deep, like the. It's like a fucking computer. It's like a, like he just like constantly makes fun of his pedal board because it's just completely unnecessary. But he just does it because he's just like a, he's like a f- total fucking gearhead, and he just loves to experiment with stuff like that. And whether or not that 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 comes to fruition on a record, from what it sounds like, well, from what Chino has said, he just likes to kind of fuck around and just be completely creative, but just not put anything down on a record, which is. It's cool. It's still cool. So, but. so uh, two other things here. One, I I opened the last beer by the Deftones. Oh yes, yeah. 
the it's been one hell know, of a fucking night, I'll tell you that much. Da Day Los Deftones is the name of this beer. That's that's fun. This one came out of their um their 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 concert, right? Their their what do you call it? Mm. festival they put on the Da Day Da Day Los Deftones festival. Yes. Around the same time as Ohms came out, and this is a a, a Mexican style lager. So that's what I just poured. Um, as far as Stephen Carpenter is concerned, Stephen, but okay. I read this. Um, I I read an interview that that uh, Chino did recently, very within the past like year and a half, about mm. Stephen, and he said that um, I, I would never call him Stephen because he's from fucking Sacramento. I just don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. <laughs> uh, I do. Not and just care. because I constantly correct you, too. correct? Yeah, and he's like yes. fifty fucking sixty years old. I don't care. What I did like about it is how much they fight. How much they do, Chino yeah. and 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 Stephen fight constantly Stephen. about yeah. everything. Just just even as he was giving the interview, he was like, for instance, like we're sitting here in this room, and and if I told if I told Stephen that these Stephen. these curtains were gray, he would fight me on it. He said they're not gray; they're an offshoot of gray. And he said <laughs> we constantly fight. We always fight. We always had been fighting. Like every album that we do, we fight. Everything we 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 do, we fight on. And it was just like this whole like negative, 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 negative. But then the last thing he said, he says, but because, and I don't agree with him, but he says, because we fight so much, we release really, really good shit. And I said, oh, okay, yeah. well, that's, that's cool. I like, I like that you can fight with somebody and then still be with them for so long. I like that you can have such differing opinions and still be with them for so long. I like that you think you guys are coming from two different two different camps and put out mm-hmm. what you think is good albums or not. But I, I, I like that <laughs> You're idea. So wrong, dude. You're <laughs> wrong, dude. I like that idea. And I think that's cool. I think that's cool. I think that's, that's very adult. That's very, that's very grown up. So also Stefan, Stefan Carpenter, the guitar player, Steven. he's uh he, he's like, he's really into conspiracy theories and he's a hardcore flat earther. Like very very <laughs> hardcore flat earther, and he was on a podcast on the podcast like a year and a half ago, with uh the Tinfoil Hat podcast with Sam Tripoli. I don't know if, how familiar you are with that podcast, but Sam Tripoli is like he's he's so obnoxious, but he has some interesting guests sometimes. But he did have Stefan on, and Steph. Steven. I mean, he was on for like two hours, and he dude they were just like talking about the flat Earth and just dude he's full blown into that stuff. Like through and through, like you cannot convince him otherwise about flat Earth. It was pretty. It was a really interesting conversation, like how yeah. adamant he was about it, and just and above all else, like it's yeah. it's cool. It's cool that 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 Chino and, and Stephen can still remain friends, Stephen. even <laughs> even though they're 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 on the complete opposite oh. ends of spectrum of beliefs of 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 ideals of values. Mm-hmm. But are still friends, like you know what I mean. Like it show, it just shows at least in any uh, in its basic form, there's just acceptance. Yeah, there's acceptance, and they still enjoy, like even though they like, because I don't agree with every. Like I have friends, and I don't agree with. I think I have friends, but that I don't big, agree with everything. There, <laughs> I know that's why I corrected myself. You did. You did. <laughs> 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 Solid. Um, but i i disagree with some shit you know but i'm still friends with or i think i'm friends with some of these people still so you know it's just 
it's unrealistic to think that you have to agree with every single thing that your friend believes in or family member or whoever it is, you know? It's just like they've been together. They've been friends since they were fucking kids, you know, and they've made music. They've created this entire life together. It's like, why would, why would some political belief or something stupid and, you know, why would that drive them apart? You know, they, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool. I think it's really cool too. And that's like another, another, uh, uh, I don't know, thing to, of note, right? Like Abe, Steven and Chino have been together since not the beginning, but since their first album. Yeah. 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 And had it not been for like Chi Chang's coma and then subsequent death for all we know, like he would have been there from the, since the beginning too. In the beginning, I mean their first album. Yeah, totally. Like these are, these are guys that, that have gone through the shit and like Chino had a fucking gnarly drug addiction. These guys all fucking did a lot of gnarly drugs as most people do when they become famous and make, a lot of money or a lot more money than they're used to having. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do with this? And some of the lyrics, I, I, like I will say, most of the lyrics in this album, I thought were just fucking bullshit and just him trying to be hard and trying and him trying to be poetic. But some of the lyrics, I, I, I feel like were based in reality dealing with like drug addiction or, or, yeah. or one in particular dealing with like, like I know I'm going to cheat on my girlfriend. Therefore I, I, I need to like come up with a lie eventually about it and that that yeah. that, that kind of yeah. deals with like 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 this 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 fame right all these groupies are now on top of you all these people are, are coming at you and like how would you deal with it like i don't know like a normal person does not know what you would do in a situation like this but at least mm-hmm. he's being honest and i like that i dig that yeah i do too and there there were a couple songs on here where where some people were claiming like oh this is about you know, him, you know, wanting, like, this is like more religious based. This is about a relationship with a girl or whatever. And my interpretation of it was like, no, this is like straight up about being addicted to some sort of hard drug and it just like destroying your life. And, or, or, or your point of view of like, you're seeing a very, somebody very close to you destroying their lives because of whatever drug it was, you know, heroin. I mean, heroin is, was fucking huge in the nineties. So, I mean, more likely than not, it was like some of these drug related songs were about heroin. But I feel, I don't know, like my my interpretation of, of a lot of these songs were vastly different than what other people were uh, interpreting it as, which can be really cool because, I mean, that can what that can be what makes an, uh, a lyricist really great. But I, I really don't think Chino's a great lyricist. He's he's just a a stream of consciousness that that's about it placeholder like you said i think he's a uh i think he's a shit lyricist but he's i think a, he's i think he's very grateful to be surrounded by people that are really really good and by really good i mean abe and uh and chi oh, chang at the time you're finally giving abe some uh some uh recognition I, I, huh? from the beginning i said abe is fantastic he's never allowed to let loose at least, like okay. Chi Chang is allowed to like like throw down bass lines to to being be be allowed to like have songs crafted around a bass line. Yeah, Abe Abe is never afforded that luxury. Abe is uh, he, Abe is like taken for granted. Abe is a, a drummer that's 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 really fucking good, but has never been like appreciated in the band. 
And it, if there's if there's anybody in this band that deserves exponentially more, it's Abe. And Chino and, and Steven both deserve Steph. exponentially less. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's so obnoxious, right? <laughs> because I've just been waiting for you to say Stefan so I can say Steven. But you just don't you don't fucking say his name. That's fine. <laughs> um and and so so bringing it to to Chi, he was uh he was so well he was so loved within the community the music community yeah what the for being fuck so, for being so kind and being so like kind of spiritual and I mean he is a good bass player don't get me wrong he is a good play bass player he's he's a he's the bass player who like plays only with his fingers never played with the pick he was just kind of very he was like a he was like kind of like a hippie from what it everything I've seen and kind of read about the guy he was always kind of a hippie. Up until his his accident, and uh, and even Corn on on the second record, Life Is Peachy, the song Chi is named after Chi Chang. Like that song is about Chi, but it's like a super aggressive song. It's it's a song that you would never think is about Chi, but it actually is. So it's crazy how the two bands, Corn Corn and Deftones, were just so connected with one another, and they they constantly played shows together and. They were really good friends, and then even, even when, oh, they did when when we saw when we saw Deftones and Corn play at that Family Values, they played Wicked together. They they Chino came out and and uh, and they played Wicked. Corn played Wicked on that that tour. But I know you don't remember that, but I one hundred percent don't remember that. But they did play Wicked, which is really fucking rad, which is a cool song. But uh, so but like, yeah, no, I I thought it was really it's cool. I I I do I do feel bad because like. Like Chi was, he was a brother, right? And and we've always yeah. talked about like the whole Sublime with Rome thing, and the fact that like we think it's stupid that their name is Sublime with Rome. It just it it should just be Sublime because the guys in Sublime were closer to Bradley than Bradley's parents were, than Bradley's f- f- fucking wife was. To his everybody that that knows Bradley outside of the bandmates, when you when you're in a band, you spend more time with that band. They know you better than anybody else on the face of the earth. Yeah. So to like think that that anybody else's opinion means more than your bandmates is just dumb. So, so when like, I feel bad for this band because Chi died twice essentially, right? He died once when he went into coma. Yeah. And then and then he died when when he actually died, and so. Like, like four, I three four years later, like honestly, years later, yeah. honestly, dude, I really wanted to like Diamond Eyes because Diamond Eyes was that was the album after that was the first album without Chi. True, yeah. yeah, that was their first album without Chi since the beginning, right? Since the beginning of of and again beginning meaning their first album. The first that album, was yeah. that was that was their first album without a fantastic bass player, and and. I hated it, but then no, it's crazy. But then, like Gore, Gore was the first album that they released after he died, and he fucking mm-hmm. died years later. And just, just I, I don't know what it's like. I can't put myself in that position. But to have somebody be alive for that long, day in and day out in a coma, where the most they recover is they can track you with their eyes. Mm-hmm. Like that's rough, man. That is fucking yeah. rough. That is, that so is so that is so rough that even when we talk about it, 
it is exponentially less rough than it could possibly ever be. That is yeah. so sad. So I do feel I do feel for this band. I just I just God, Chino's you just can't the worst. get into their music. Chino's just a fucking worst. Oh, he's so awful. <laughs> he's so bad. There's God, he's so bad. But then even like when 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 Chi when Chi was like in a coma, the these like the outpouring of musicians from from Fred Durst to the used everybody no everybody what reached, yeah what? everybody got involved with with him being in a coma and helping to pay the the bills I mean to be in that that vegetative state is is very 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 expensive and I and, I just I I think yeah. maybe I'm in the I'm in the 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 minority here because these are all when I read about all of the bands or artists that that paid money that released songs and the proceeds went to the family, I'm just like, God, these are all artists that I, that I truly do respect. And I just, I, I, I just, maybe I fucking missed the boat. Maybe I missed the boat. I don't, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Also Deftones do have a record that they never released. I, I mentioned it in the intro and they do have an unreleased record called Eros or Eros yeah, and they, that that record was, for all intents and purposes, was finished. She played everything on it. Everything is done on that record, and they were going to release it. They, like it was, the, it was the end of the recording. They were about to start, you know, the mixing and mastering of it, <clears throat> and and promotion of it. But then she got in the accident, and then they shelved it. And they've released two songs from that record uh, since then, since two thousand eight. And one of them was Smile, which is actually a fucking killer song. And then he, Chino released another one like two years ago. I can't remember the name of it. I really can't remember the name of it. But it, he, they have released two of the songs from it. But even to this day, Chino was on a podcast a few months back. And he said, I don't know when that record's ever going to come out. He, he, he said that him and the band, they go back and listen to it. And they just they can't bring themselves to ever release those songs. It's too, it's too heart wrenching because one the songs themselves, but also the fact that they weren't properly mixed, mixed or mastered, so they would have to go back and re-listen to it and approve the final mixes of that. So it's just like a double, a double stab to the heart, you know. It's just it's a lot of emotion, you know, releasing those songs. But honestly, I feel like fans. I mean, for me at least, I would love to even just hear the demos of those songs. It'd be so I think, sick. So, like, so that that one of the other things that I read with with Chino recently about that that uh, that Eros um, sessions because that was that was before or that's what transitioned into like Diamond Eyes, right? That yes. was the well, era. Yeah, Diamond Eyes was completely new. Like none of the stuff they used from Eros was used on Diamond Eyes. It was right. it was a brand new, completely brand new writing session. Everything was scrapped, everything was starting over because obviously your fucking bandmate is gone. And there was like a, a good half a year to a year where they decided whether or not to even be a band anymore. Yeah. yeah. Understandable. So so I think like like this Eros thing, um, from from what I read and just what like Chino has said, and again, like these are these are artists. And artists aren't like normal people. They are they are inherently emotionally underdeveloped. They are they're just they're not like normal people. They're artists. 
that, that's that's what makes you a great artist is you're not like normal people you are yeah yeah you are worse in most capacities but in that one capacity you are exponentially better and so this this eros thing i i think is really cool and i know it's supposed to be really dark and i know he said that it had nothing to do with like like the 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 coma thing mm-hmm. but he kind of also like hinted at like yeah and it has to do with like the coma thing and it was just too hard to go back and 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 re-record everything because they didn't use any kind of um of like uh what's the fucking like free loops what do we call that shit pro tools pro tools they didn't use any kind of like pro tools shit it was all it was all just just to tape it was all oh, to tape yeah, yeah analog it was all basic and it was just too hard to go back and listen to it and re-record things and I think like like in a really good movie when you watch it, right? And much like in some of like the the Marvel movies, in really good movies, you you see like like a character's goodbye to different people on screen. But mm-hmm. to the person they love the most, you never see that. And you should never see that because that's something that's for them. And it should be left up up to interpretation. And I think True. I think Eros should be shelved indefinitely. I think it should be it should be it should be between Chi Chang and the band done. Don't ever release it. I hope they never talk about it except within the band members, and that is it. And I like that yeah. idea. I like that idea because it, it it adds to the mystique, and it's sad to think like a death adds to mystique. But these are the bandmates, man. Like again, like. Nobody knows yeah. you better than your bandmates. Straight up, That's true. it's like your even when you're friend. fucking married, even if you've been married for forty fucking years, nobody knows you better than your bandmates. I, I I agree, and especially I think in this case too, because like we've talked about, the way that they record music and write music is together, and they hang out. They there there are long periods of time where they don't even write music or play together. They're just hanging out playing board games or drinking or just having a good time hanging out so i don't know i don't know let i don't know i think we should kind of wrap this one up i think we're good i think i think we're pretty much good we're we're good with adrenaline i mean we, we touched upon quite a bit of it um we disagree with a lot of it obviously but um yeah so so let's wrap it up let's let's give our final thoughts on adrenaline and then give our rating uh, based off of our three, our world famous three point rating system. Where three is a perfect album, two is a good album. You're going to continue continue to listen to one is a bad album, album, but you should give it a shot. And zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So, uh, what do you got, Jeff? Go. So, so in our in our Discord, um, friend of the pod, Skip has has at once at one point called the Deftones, and I cannot remember what he said. But it was so it was so accurate. But he called them essentially like jocks pretending to be something. Oh yes, what was it? It was so oh, condescending. So, it it was very very condescending, but it was so spot on. <laughs> because uh, yeah, you're right. I I cannot I cannot stand this band. I think this band is 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 <laughs> man, whatever. Um, I don't want to just harp on this band the whole time. But you I, 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 I do think this album is really good. I think it's solid. I think it's very, very heavy. I think it brings I think it brings something new 
something different to like the mid nineties new metal realm. I think Corn kind of like cornered that shit, and then like Limp Bizkit drove it home right with the rap metal stuff. So like you can't top Corn and Limp Bizkit in the mid nineties, actual nineties at all in the early two thousands of new metal. You just, you can't do it. So you mm-hmm. have to do something a little bit different. And I think Deftones did that. I think Deftones brought in that that eclectic, that ambient kind of vocal uh, noise matched with a lot of um, basic instrumental parts. But yeah. my problem with Deftones lies in Chino. I think he's the worst part vocally. I think he's the worst part like instrumentally, lyrically. I think everybody else is dumbing themselves down to just be... To be relevant, honestly, like to okay. be relevant, like nobody oh, yeah. gave a fuck about about uh, prog metal in the mid nineties. Like new metal was the hot shit. And that's what why was the hot what, shit. New metal was the hot shit in the oh, nineties, in, okay. in the in the mid nineties, yeah, yeah. and that's what we'll talk about next week when we do Coheed. Why Coheed's first album is not their best, but is their Wind most turbines. important album. Yeah, their first album, Twin Turbines. <laughs> twin, not twin. Second stage turbine, but that's fine. Wind turbines, yeah. Wind turbines. Palm Springs wind turbines. Yes. Like it is it is important to 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 reach an audience. I don't know. It, it it's important to to appeal to audiences of the of the decade of the year and I think Deftones do that where other bands just don't and just got kind of lucky. Like Corn and Limbiscuit got kind of fucking lucky. They were really good and 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 put out music that was like, holy fuck, I've never heard this shit before. Boom, define a genre. Whereas Deftones like did not define a genre, but kind of rode the coattails of the genre, but didn't copy the genre. So okay. I get why people love okay. them, but I think they're all fucking. I don't. I don't agree with that. But I think they're all bizarre and dumb. Deftones, Deftones create. Deftones didn't tried create so anything. hard. They tried. They tried very hard to remove themselves from the new metal label. Then why do they? Why do they play new metal music constantly? But they don't though. They don't sound. Why do they like, do the rap rock thing constantly? They don't. Why did he emulate Jonathan Davis albums later okay, after this? Minus 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 little parts here and there. They don't sound like Corn. They don't sound like Limbiscuit. They don't sound like Power Man Five Thousand. I never said they did. I said they're writing the coattails of it. But creating their own kind of like unique genre, but it's still in the over like arcing umbrella of new metal. This is this is what like everybody considers alternative metal. Like bitch, fucking alternative metal. Come on, alternative metal is an umbrella <laughs> term for the things you don't know how to categorize it in because it's nothing, right? It's yeah. not this. It's not that. It's not there. So this is called alternative metal, like alternative okay. rock. Right. Alternative rock, the alternative anything is is just an umbrella term for for categorizing things that sound like a lot of things, but also is just sound like nothing. Sounds like okay. But um, I don't know. I, I really like this album. I was fucking surprised when you played this, and I was I was <laughs> infatuated with it, mostly because I, I I think the instrumentals are great. I think the instrumentals are great. I think they're heavy. I think the tones are fucking fantastic. There there are times on here. Where I, I, it reminds me of like us fucking around with a Line Six album, putting that fuzz up as high as we possibly fucking can. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's what I said. What I said. I said album. 
No, he said he line had... six album. Line... <laughs> <Steven>. <laughs> he said line six album. <laughs> this reminds me of us putting on a, <laughs> a line like, six pl- album. Steven, this reminds me. This, <laughs> this <laughs> reminds me of us put, plugging our guitars into a line six album or amp. I guess if you want to be particular about it, yes. Um, yes. And, and turn that fuzz up all the way, messing with those knobs, and just been like, "Wow, this is a this is a tone. This is a sound that is so obnoxious, so so far fetched that it's fun to play because it's annoying. We want to annoy people, and here the Deftones took that sound." And kind of made it nice, and kind of made it like enjoyable, Agreed. apart from Chino. But like adrenaline, oh, yeah. I think is. Um, I'm gonna give you. T- I'm gonna give you two ratings here. I'm gonna give you two ratings here. You oh, ready for this? God, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you two ratings here. So, so if you took Chino out of this album entirely, a fucking three out of three, right? Fucking entirely, okay. just no vocals whatsoever, uh-huh. none whatsoever. Right, I I would okay. I would probably do like upwards of like two point eight. Okay, honestly. continue the joke. Okay, honestly, uh, you you throw them in there, you throw them in there like you do. Um, I get a one. No, I'm just kidding. It's not a one. <laughs> you're you're a so one. fucking dumb. It's not a one. I I, I still <laughs> think <laughs> even I still think yeah. even even with this even with his vocals, I'm still going like. I'm gonna do two point. Four nine. 2.49, huh? Yeah, just because I don't want to give you that 2.5. I just don't, don't want to. fucking that stupid. Nope, two, I'm, I'm going to be petty Don't right be now. that stupid. I'm going to be petty. Yeah, you're being very 2. fucking stupid 2. and petty. 2.49. All right. With that, uh, this is not, obviously not my favorite Deftones record. I like a lot of the more ambient stuff they do. I like the more dynamic stuff they do, but I still love this record. I love the tone on this record. Uh, the guitar is so crunchy at moments. It's so amateur at moments, but it's so pure and just so uh, just so adolescent at moments, and I fucking love that. The drumming, Abe's drumming, I've always been impressed by his drumming. I know you've you've been very critical of it. But that's okay. I'm not we, critical of all, all of it. We've all been wrong at moments. I've never once been critical of it. But you have been, but that's okay. The band doesn't um, let him do the best of his capabilities. Again, you, you've been very critical. You're putting words in my mouth. I don't like it. I don't put words in, anybody, in, in anybody's mouth. You're literally sitting there putting literally. your mouth in my hands. Wolf. <laughs> Wolf. Uh, that's not true. It'll be fun um, to listen back to your mouth in my hands. I don't know. I... I I really the only thing that I don't care for that much about this record are the lyrics, but that's okay because like we've talked about the lyrics are there as a placeholder for what Chino is doing. I think Chino dynamically, I think he's awesome on this record. I think he's awesome on every record. I'm a huge Deftones guy. I don't give a fuck. We've fucking already talked nuts. about this extensively. Fucking and nuts. I'm going to have what? Fuck you're fucking nuts. Absolutely. You're fucking nuts. Well, I no, that's completely that that's just silly boy talk. But I don't do this often, but I'm gonna have to Get give this record a perfect three out of three. Get out of here. So your top it's a perfect three album. tones are fucking perfect threes. Yes, of course. Are you stupid? Are you stupid? How many stupid pills did you take today? How many tell me how many how many did you I, take? <laughs> I feel like this is. I feel honest, honest to God, dude. I feel like this is a fucking long con. 
I feel like you're long conning <laughs> me right now because I'm so my, mad my how much you like the Deftones. My top five Deftones records are perfect records. Are perfect records. You, uh, so that you, so that include. Let, let, me, let me say this here to to make you more upset. My uh, top five. Number five, Diamond Eyes. Four, Saturday Night Wrist. Three, Adrenaline. Two, Koi no Yokan. And number one is Deftones, Deftones. Self-titled. All perfect records. Through and through perfect records. I don't uh, care. I don't care. Perfect fucking records. I have no comeback, honestly. I don't. Because <laughs> you're blown away at, at how I am. I'm, amazing yes. I am. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm blown away by. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right. Wow. So do we have do wow. we have anything else on on this record or or what do you think? No. 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 All right then. Well, thank you all for listening to the podcast. Uh, you know, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, five stars only, and thank you for listening. And uh, that's it. That's all. <laughs> I was gonna say you didn't fuck, fuck with Team Sleep crosses or palms. You didn't nope. touch those albums. Nope, nope. Because nope. I listen, I listen to all three of those. So, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, elite is is elite the Deftones Stairway to Heaven because it won a Grammy? No, because elite's not no. Elite's because elite not. is better than wait. Do, do you think elite is better than wait and bleed? At least give me that. No, no, wait and bleed is. I I agree with you that that was bad on on the Grammys part. Of course, wait and bleed is better. Come on, don't. Okay, you're acting <laughs> like I, I, I view this band as like some just. God they're a top to 10 earth, you said they're a top 10 yeah for me they're a top 10 a top 10 what a top 10 fucking most overrated bands of all time then yeah i'd put them <laughs> in a top 10 also I, what <laughs> I, I still fucking love this band i do so like why this are we arguing why are we arguing about this because the worst because part is really chino like okay so we can get past that let's get into the other shit so but, you, but, let, but the problem is you don't think he's the worst part I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> and that's the problem. I think you're the problem here, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> there's just acceptance. Yeah, there's acceptance, and they still enjoy, like, even though they, like, because I don't agree with every, like, I have friends, and I don't agree with, I think I have friends, but that I don't big, agree with everything. There. <laughs> I know. That's why I corrected myself. You did. You did. 